0: Hello, sports fans. This is Jeremy Taché, and this is Miami mic Up, presented by Cold Blue Vodka. If you haven't tried Cold Blue yet, head over to your nearest Total Wine or select Sam's Club's locations to pick up an ice sculpture bottle. It's the perfect refreshing drink to enjoy on its own or in your favorite cocktails, mojitos, Bloody Marys, martinis, Moscow Mules, and more. Cold Blue Vodka is gluten-free, crafted from American-sourced corn, and distilled eight times. Easy to sip on, enjoyable, and the best part, no hangover the next day. I repeat, no hangover the next day. Our friends over at Cold Blue Vodka gave us a promo code for our listeners. Head over to coldbluevodka.com and use the code BALLY20 for 20% off. That's one word, bally L -L Y two zero for 20% off your online order. Cold Blue Vodka, redefining the blue-collar lifestyle. Now, let's get to the show. And on this episode of Miami Miked Up, we now welcome in Markeith Morris. Markeef, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today.
1: Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Uh, the very first question for you. What is something recently off the court that has brought you
1: joy? Uh, recently off the court, I just had a son two months ago. I mean, ain't no more joy than that than having a child. Uh, he's my second. And, uh pride and joy right there that's
0: amazing okay so the early months of fatherhood of a young son what has that been like take me through the journey of these first couple of months man
1: um, this this summer it's crazy uh this is my second child and um when i had my daughter she's four now um i had i had some stuff going on some legal stuff going on in phoenix Mm. at the time um she was born in dc so the, like the second day i had her i was gone until she was three months old oh wow yeah so i missed like the whole
0: oh so you've got to be a part of all of this for the uh, first yeah, time the first so time how again. amazing yeah, has that is been super
1: amazing and this is a lot of long nights i tell you that yeah. uh, my wife had got sick uh correct to COVID, and, oh my uh, gosh she was in the hospital for a couple of days and i was like full time
0: Full-time dad, full-time dad, dad. Bro. Oh my I'm
1: gosh! It was a couple days I wanted to cry. I ain't gonna lie. It was like God damn, like mm-hmm. this shit is tougher than what I thought it was.
0: Yeah, that's oh, man, what a challenge! Mm-hmm. But also such a beautiful sure, thing to be able to experience. Sure. Yeah, that's experience all that. now Your first baby
1: boy, congratulations! Yeah, thank
0: you, thank you. Thank that's you. that's awesome. Well, that that's really cool, and, and to have those moments off the court right now is something that's obviously sure. special. Yeah. When we bring it back to the court, and you obviously now join the Miami Heat. After beating the Heat in the finals in 2020, I want to know: Has there been any sort of trash talk?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, uh, <laughs> most of these guys are my guys. Like, right. I, I've been here a couple of years. Uh, lived in Boca Raton for about four years now, and uh, been back and forth seeing these guys during the summertime. So you know, I get to talking about the championship and not realizing that.
0: <laughs> right. Not realizing that you beat that, them. That
1: I beat the Heat, so it's like, alright I'm, I'm gonna let that die off a little bit. And it's, and it's crazy that. That was only a year ago. Like Game Four was a year ago. I was just talking about that with it's a crazy. couple of the other guys. It's crazy. It don't even feel like it. Like I felt like I'd been through a couple of seasons. you have been through a whole another season since then.
0: Right. It's crazy. Well, let's go to that then. With yeah. the, with everything happening in the last calendar year, when you talk about, gosh, you guys went to the bubble based mm-hmm. off everything that was happening with mm-hmm. COVID. Then you win a championship. Then have this unbelievably short turnaround mm-hmm. to come back for the next season. Can you talk about the? The wear and tear that that took on you both physically and emotionally?
1: Man, I haven't played that much basketball ever in life. Um, A lot of times last year, you know, I I looked at the game like, damn, like I'm mentally drained just coming in playing basketball. Like I didn't get those four or five months, you know, off to prepare for the next year to mentally and physically. So I came in last year like really out of shape, um, not knowing the plan of what's gonna happen throughout the year. Uh, the team I was on, you know, we had a bunch of injuries, so I was just mm-hmm. basically thrown back in the fire. Just, a, just was a lot, man. It was a, it was a lot, and I was just happy to just get a summer this year for the first time in two years, like. Uh, It helped me. It helped me get back, get the joy of basketball back again. All
0: right. Well, other than the exhaustion of dealing with the one or two month old child, it's been a nice time to be able to relax. And so, you know, you do say you have this nice long offseason. You're someone who can speak to what that's done also for these heat guys. Right. It's not, you know, it's it's you having been on the Lakers for that run and these guys on the heat for Mm -hmm. the same thing. So. Can you speak to how this longer offseason will likely rejuvenate you guys?
1: For sure, man. Uh, me me personally, I really can't, you know, speak for anybody else. Me personally, man, it just give me the joy back. Like, mm. for a while, it was just like it's a job. Like, it's a job. I mean, we all know it's a job. We all know it's a business. But we've been playing it for so long, for half my life. Like, so it's like you got to have some joy with it. And last year, I really lost the joy of it just because of, like, the wear and tear, playing every other day. Not having an off season, not preparing for the season, just like not only we didn't have off season, we was playing every other day. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be a month when we got one week with two days off it's crazy. throughout the month. It's like, come on, man, you can't play that much basketball, <laughs> like, right? You can't n- do anything that you much. Nothing, like it's never, never. It was, it was just way too much. It was way too much, and then you know, obviously, I was on a team with a bunch of injuries, so we had a down year, and then it didn't go the way we wanted it. Mm-hmm. So you know anything happens for a reason though you know i'm glad we got put out that first round yep. so i was able to get this time off and and reset and you know have my son and spend time with my family and just take a step away from basketball for a little bit i think that seems to be the general
0: sentiment amongst everyone right where be, yeah. and i know the heat obviously we're not happy to be eliminated in round mm-hmm. one last year either but right. it, a similar sentiment is there of sure. jimmy said look i I got the joy back. Like, I enjoyed being mm-hmm. back. I missed it. I for missed sure. basketball for the first time for in sure. a year or yeah, so. And that sure. that's something that I imagine will will really be huge for you guys going into this season. Um, when you talk about the Heat and Heat culture, what was it about the Miami Heat organization that was so attractive to a player like you?
1: I think just the way, like, the more so attractive is the way, like, people talk about it on the outside. It's like... No, you don't want to go there. They're gonna run you into the dirt. They're gonna do this. It's different there. It ain't the same. And then, like the type of guy I am is uh is, is I'm not for everybody type of guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can't just go on any team and fit good. And you know what I mean? And be like without not being myself. Like mm-hmm. I know I can come here and just be myself. Like I work hard. I got a regiment. Like I know they ain't going cut me no slack and I don't want it. I feel like I'm at my best when my f*** <laughs> is on my back. Like, which is what it is. like Yeah. You
0: know? No, that's great. I mean, yeah. with guys like you and PJ and mm-hmm. Kyle coming into this group that already had guys like Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, it's dogs. I mean, dogs, that's, yeah. that's the entire premise. And mm-hmm. so when you go into a season with a bunch of guys like that, how much is that something that you can carry into every single game knowing, all right, even on the nights where I might not feel my best, I know all these other guys are going to pick me up.
1: It's just like... uh Going to, and knowing that you're about to be in the fight. And then you got seven guys with you that know, like, regardless, they gonna rock with me. Like, yeah. and that's how I feel. Like, you know what I mean? The, the goods, the bats, we all got the same mentality. Um, you know, obviously, the three of us that came in, we all got the championship DNA. Yep. Um, even, you know, guys like Jimmy and, and Bam, and they've been to the championship, so they know what it's like to get there, you know, know what it's like to compete on the, at that highest level. So, mm-hmm. like I said, at the end of the day, my back against the wall I know I got those guys I played with Tuck for four years in Phoenix grew up with Kyle you know what I mean so kind of like I like I like having that, that that security blanket
0: and having those guys have your back sure. and no, and knowing that for sure it's for not sure. it's not a new camaraderie yeah.
1: that needs to be built yeah. and with... it's not it's not a um, a guessing game I don't gotta guess I don't gotta play off no feelings I know those guys coming in hard hats we're gonna work
0: Hmm. That's. That feels like something that would be huge for a team when you guys are trying to fill into roles. For sure. You know, you talk about uh, fitting in and being yourself and everything. Something that I've always found funny is that so many people are constantly, obviously, understandably, because you're twins, confusing your career and your brother's career. Mm. But I know one thing you got, and that's a ring. Yeah. How often are you bragging to yeah. your twin brother about being the one with the ring while he doesn't have one yet? Oh, it ain't... Come on, tell now, the truth. I'm
1: gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the dead honest truth. So me and my, me and my brother, like, we got this bond that, like, I, I I will never hang anything over his head. Like, it's I love just that. like it's more so like a family thing. Like, more so when I won the ring, it's winning for the family. I didn't win it for myself. Like, I'm winning for the Morris family. Our our, our um damn our uh, legacy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, him having his jersey the retired at Kansas. Same things for the Morris legacy, the Morris family.
0: That's beautiful. I absolutely love that. What's yeah. your do you have any favorite memories of being a kid with him like causing hijinks, switching places ever any moments like that?
1: Oh, um, my our fa- my favorite memories with him probably would be little league football. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. You,
0: you I imagine you guys were
1: dominant yeah, as we looking Yeah, right. And, uh, <laughs> it, it was funny because like I was a receiver, tight end, and he was a quarterback, oh, he was my a running God. back like. So I I would watch him score and I'd be like me scoring. So it was like, damn. Like, I was a defensive player. I would get all the tackles, like, all that, and he would do all the offense and stuff. So it was like, damn. It was like a great one-two punch.
0: That bond is incredible. Yeah, I love yeah, that. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah. I, and it's special to see something like that amongst brothers, just yeah. in general, but let alone, you know, specifically you guys as twins for that sure. have made it to the NBA. Um for sure. Last question for you as we wrap this thing up. You guys obviously have pretty lofty expectations headed into this season, right? You want to be a championship team. Mm-hmm. You've got tough tasks ahead of you. Mm. The reigning defending champion in the Bucks. You got a team like the Nets with all those stars over there. Mm. What makes you believe that you guys, right here with the Miami Heat, can make that title run?
1: Makes me believe is the toughness, man. Um, the best teams rarely win. You know, the, the best, like most talented, you got all the players, you got all these stars, all these past stars. Those teams barely win because it's only one basketball on the court. You got to have some sacrificial players to be able to do the dirty work. And I feel like on this team, we got players that's going to do the dirty work. We got players that's going to score. And we got players that's no-nonsense. So every day is going to be a tough. It's going to be like getting into a fistfight. And if you don't fight, you don't want to play us. I love it. You're not a fighter. You don't want to play us.
0: Oh, I know heat fans are going to love to hear for everything sure. you just had to say. You are oozing with heat culture. Sure. We love it. Marquis Morris, thank you so much for taking the time to join Describe us here me, on Miami mic
1: yes,
0: You are listening to Miami Mic'd Up, presented by Cold Blue Vodka. Let me talk about this bottle for a second. This is something you don't see every day. For those of you listening, it is an ice sculpture design that honestly looks like a piece of art it really stands out on the shelf so it'll be hard to miss when you head over and pick up your bottle at your nearest total wine or sam's club locations and this ice sculpture design on the outside is just as smooth as the great taste on the inside you guys need to try cold blue because it is premium quality one of the only liquors that doesn't give me a hangover the next day Follow Cold Blue Vodka on Twitter and Instagram at Cold Blue Vodka. that's C-O-L-B-L-E-U-V-O-D-K-A for South Florida events and new recipes. We have Max Struess joining us on this episode of Miami mic Up. Thank you, Max, for taking the time. First question for you, what is something off the court that has brought you joy recently? Uh, being able to go home and
2: see my family. Uh, this summer was great. You know, I had summer league, but got a, got a couple couple weeks to a month uh, at home to. You know spend some time i got i got two nephews now so oh, nice uh, they're three and one so just being there and, and being around them is a
0: joy so it was great to see them that's awesome we were actually we were just talking while while everybody was recording about how and you're the first now that did not say your kids specifically but thus far yeah. everybody has mentioned family or kids is the thing that's brought them joy and i just yeah. think that's that's so cool amongst this team to have that camaraderie that's yeah no like, kids for me yet though <laughs> not, not, no not quite yet yeah no. you get to enjoy I it with, with your yeah, well, you mentioned your your summer league season, and, and obviously you showed out in the summer league. You had a, a really dominant summer league, and specifically you took on more of a leadership role within that group. Can you talk to me about how that has affected your confidence level coming into this season where now – not only did you have that type of summer league, but you're an established NBA player. Can you speak to the differences headed into this season? Yeah, it's a totally different mindset. Uh, You know, I'm happy
2: where I'm at and and happy to be here in Miami. Um, They've shown great belief in me and great trust in me. And uh, that just went right into summer league and and how they how they treated me and what they wanted out of me. Um, And I couldn't ask for anything else. So um, to be in that situation, to be the guy and uh, to kind of bring those guys along with me was was something I'll never forget, and something that will help me along with my career. Cause I'm already even through training camp, I feel way more comfortable and, and way more um, confident in myself and, and what I've been do, what I've been able to do. And uh, like you said, just continuing my journey in the NBA and continue to prove myself and, and become
0: a role player and, and keep moving on up in this league. Well, you mentioned appreciating the Heat sort of giving you that opportunity, but it's also about the fact that they are one of these these programs that seems to develop guys and and give guys an opportunity to develop which I think is a huge part in the NBA is is giving you a chance to thrive could you speak to what a difference it is to be a part of that heat development system versus maybe other places where you stopped first
2: yeah no they definitely they definitely believe in that and that's that's what makes them good um Mm -hmm. you know they they find something in in guys that they they see something guys that they like and and they want to work with those people. You know, you go to a lot of organizations that um, will give up on a, a kid or a, you know a twenty-year-old draft pick after a year yep. um, because something's not going their way or they don't work as hard or whatever. But here, if you if you work, they're gonna they're gonna put their time into you. So um, you know, I, I promote pr- pr- myself off hard work. Like that's just what I've been doing been doing my whole life, and where I've gotten is because of hard work. So. Um, I think it's a perfect fit for me to be here, and um, I think they they agree with that yeah.
0: on their end as well. Oh, well, clearly as is. Yeah. You're here, and <laughs> and you know you're not the only guy who's had this sort of funky no. path, right? Yeah. You and Duncan are sort of. I've actually I, I make this joke about uh, Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold, but I believe <laughs> that if there was a Disney Channel original movie about Duncan Robinson, the basketball player you would be at the rival high school as like the evil guy. You look like you would be the rival at the other high school. And and your lives have sort of been parallel that That's way, funny. right? Yeah. Where like I know I was listening to actually the episode you guys did of his podcast yeah. on the long shot and he was mentioning how like he's part of the reason you weren't recruited to Michigan because he was there. Right. And it, you know, yeah. like all these things. So you've taken this unbelievably similar path. Can you talk about how special is for you to be at an organization where you have a guy right in front of you right. who's sort of showing you the way of oh you're d2 but he was d3 to d1 to yeah. undrafted to here you know how much has your and duncan's relationship been a factor for you at going through this process
2: it, it was first day uh, i ever met him was here and um i've obviously known who he was because he right. blew up with that that summer before i got here and um you know he's had a great career so far but um just to be able to pick his brain on anything and he's the nicest dude in the world so yeah. and a great teammate and uh he took me under his wing last year and I kind of learned a lot from him but uh like you said our sim our stories are basically identical so um to be able to have somebody right in front of me to watch and and to learn from and uh to have somebody that's done the stuff before me so that I don't make the same mistakes mm. is, is huge for me and um Once again, like in that confidence thing, it just it it just helps me a a ton just to to know that he's there and and he's going to guide me along the way and and help me with every step I need.
0: I think the the one thing in this sport that can be sort of a solo endeavor is shooting. Right. Where it's almost like a golfer where you can end up getting in your own head and the highs are high and the lows are lows. Could could you speak to some of that? sort of emotional roller coaster and and how you sort of keep yourself in check or right. or don't yeah uh, during that process
2: yeah no I've definitely struggled with it in the past <laughs> um, it's it's been a lot um, but've I've learned so much along the way and it, it's helped me a ton since I've been here uh, you know our assistant coach Chris Quinn has actually been a big help too uh, you know a guy who's done it mm-hmm. been in the league as a shooter so um, just to have him to help me as well and and Duncan, who's gone through it as well just Guys that just showing me the ropes of of like, if you get down yourself, you can't do that. Like this league is all about believing in yourself and having confidence in yourself. And that's the only way you're going to make it. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. That's
0: that's the truth if I've ever heard yeah. it. And and being here at this point in the league, obviously, confidence sky high here in the NBA. But I want to take you back to the D2 days. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear the most on-brand Memory of being a D two basketball player. Like, what's just the most yeah. Division two basketball memory that you have?
2: Um, I'll give you two.
0: Oh uh, yes, all right, Division two. There <laughs> you go.
2: Yeah, uh, it's either the ten hour bus ride to <laughs> Kansas City. There you go. Or uh, you know, having a Saturday afternoon game at three p.m. at home, and then uh, you know, going to get your meal money for the weekend, and mm. then your coach hands you ten dollars. For Saturday for, the and, for Saturday and oh Sunday. Yeah. So he says go get Domino's. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or go get McDonald's, get I, you a, get you a Big Mac. Yeah. I, so um yeah, you definitely don't have to deal with that at Division I, One or or deal with that in the NBA. Yeah, certainly sure. not in the so, NBA. Yeah,
0: yeah it's a it's a very yeah. different experience. Yeah, so oh I've my definitely gosh. seen it all for sure. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine the uh the difference between being there and I mean, just a few years ago, right? It's it's gotta be an unbelievable yeah. whirlwind for you to be someone who was sitting at a D two college like feeling good about yourself knowing you were a really good player saying all right i stand out here to now being here with this group in some ways can you even believe that you're here is this something that (laughs) that seemed like it was going to happen because i sit here and i go i mean i can't even believe i'm talking to you right that's the conversation i'm having with myself (laughs) (laughs) right no but seriously but yeah but those types of things like do you have pinch me moments often around here yeah definitely um but there's got
2: to be a middle ground to it to where it's just like um, you know, you got you want to be that you belong here, mm-hmm. um, that you've made it, you've you've put in the work to be here. But also, the things that I've went through at being a Division two basketball player or coming from where I come from is just like I've learned to not take things for granted and and understand that um, not everybody has it this good. So um, I think it's definitely gave me um, a great option to be the best of both worlds and, and understand everything that I'm, I'm going through and, and taking things in and and really like taking everything in and right. just like embracing everything that I'm going through because I've been on the 10 hour bus rides. I've been doing that and now I'm doing charter planes and doing all those private jets and whatever, <laughs> whatever we do. But, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's amazing to just see both ends of it and just being able to, you know, embrace it all. And, and to just, just have those, those options just to
0: remember. Yeah, it's a dream come true. Yeah, exactly. I imagine. And and yeah. we see the confidence that you have on the basketball court, but I heard you on that same podcast that I just mentioned with Duncan, yeah. say that you think you could, if you had a year to train, <laughs> that you could throw a baseball ninety-eight miles an hour. I and think, I have to tell you that I think you're completely delusional and insane yeah. as someone who also like played high school baseball yeah. and knows you know a little bit here and there. In what world? How how hard were you throwing when you were done? So playing? let me
2: tell you this. So I didn't take baseball serious like my high school career. Okay, I played. I was pretty good at it. Okay. I liked playing during the season, but once the season was over. I didn't touch a baseball. Right, so it was like basketball from what's baseball season. It was like May to, or like April to like June, sure. probably. Sure, in um, Chicago, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, later. I didn't touch a baseball until the end of March. When like as soon as basketball was over, that next day, next two days, maybe I touched a baseball. All right. Like that's the first time. And I got my last game of my high school career. I think I hit like eighty five. And I okay. And I was only six foot three. And now you're And you've, I was like six three, grown, 185. one eighty five. I've stronger. grown. I'm stronger. I've lifted weights. Okay. Marlins. I went back to my. Uh, <laughs> I went back to my high school. Uh huh. My senior year of college, and I hit ninety on a gun. So okay.
0: You know what? I, I don't think it's. Everybody thinks it's like crazy, but Marlins. I'm looking right into this camera. Yes. Marlins. You get this man a tryout. All Come right. On. We let's make this happen. Let's Bring get you out in. on a baseball field. I'm That'd ready. Be A blast. All I'm right, ready Max. For it. Well, last question for you before we wrap this thing up. Uh, obviously, the expectations are high for this team. Um, yeah. You've got a number of really great players here. Guys brought in, guys who have now been around, who have yeah. helped sort of build this thing up over the last couple of years. As you guys chase a championship, you got the Nets in the way, you got the Bucks in the way, you got the Sixers in the way yeah. in the Eastern Conference. But what makes you believe that this can be a championship team? Um, you could just feel it uh, in
2: the energy. I, know, I mean, I've never been on a championship team. I've never. I mean, we made the playoffs last year, but. Um, you could just feel and it just feels different than it did last year um we're bringing in three guys that all have won championships in the last three years and um to have that leadership and have those older vets that have been through long playoff runs and know what it takes um to go along with Jimmy Butler um and Bam Adebayo and and all the all the the talent that we have I mean I don't I don't know I think we got a really chance and the, the east is tough for sure but um, we got some dogs in our locker room that'll, that'll get down and, and play defense, and um, that's what it's going to take in the playoffs. And, and we got guys to make shots and score. So, uh, you know, I think we got, got what it takes and got what we
0: need to get there. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the season. Well, we are certainly looking forward to the season as well. Looking forward to watching you play in the rotation this year. Yeah. Max Struess, thank you for taking the time to join us on thank Miami mic Up. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Bally Sports Florida's Miami Miked Up with me, Jeremy Tache, and a special thank you to our national sponsor in Southeast Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealers or Toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places.